0: Oh good morning. It's Sunday. It's time for the National Football League. Week two. Hit the high porn. Let's go. What's good? It's backdoor cover. I'm Micah. Brad is with me. We are live from the My Bookie Studios. Welcome to backdoor cover. This is your Sunday morning podcast, the only podcast in the world that has the hardest working hosts that are recording Sunday morning sports podcast content for you. It's Micah, it's Brad. Brad, how is your Sunday morning going? Off to a great start. It's nice and cool outside. It's in the 60s.
1: I can't remember it being this pleasant outside in a long time here in Austin, Texas, so it's a beautiful day. Uh, Tons of football stacked up. I've got a tea time late this afternoon, so I'm going to watch the first window of football and then I'm going to come back and watch... uh, Watch some DVR. Uh, so it's going to be
0: a really freaking great day for me. How about you? How's your day off too? Uh, we're off to a great start. All right, had a little little run with the dog, and uh, had some breakfast. Did some stuff. We're 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 rocking and rolling, baby. Let's go. Uh, before we really get into it, look, we're going to talk about college football. We're going to talk about U.S. Open Championship golf. We'll talk about hoops for a minute. We'll also talk. Uh, about the cage fight last night and we're going to look a little bit ahead uh, to week two in the national football league and now is the best time to get in the action for pro football it's going on week All two today action. a whole slate i mean i think there's 10 early games there's there's three late games there's a great sunday nighter get your money in put your money where your mouth is Uh, if you just follow us and Brad and can't miss Mitch and I and our Wednesday podcast or Thursday, whatever day that was where Mitch picked all the lines, you can go back and listen to that now. But the best thing to do now is go to mybookie.ag. use promo code backdoor. That's one word. It's winning season. You guys know this. We trust my bookie. We have been in business with them for five years. We've never gotten a single complaint. These guys are legit. They pay on time. They pay whenever it's easy. They have the best, uh, user experience of any online website i've ever seen from a from a uh, online wagering perspective you can play parlays you can play teasers you can do everything that you want to do at my bookie and if you go to my bookie right now you use promo code backdoor they will double your deposit bonus uh so that means you put in a thousand up to a thousand bucks you put in a thousand you're going to have two grand uh to play with there at my bookie use promo code uh, backdoor. Just search my bookie one word. It'll pop up. Then use code, promo code backdoor one word and uh you'll they'll double your deposit. I mean how much more could you possibly ask for? Uh check out our friends over at MyBookie. Get your money in now and you can be betting the games in, in a couple
1: hours. Yeah, and real um, quick disclaimer, something worth uh addressing. So we've gotten a little bit of feedback from people who are making deposits. There's a it's a little bit funky when you make your deposit, your bank requires for you to um Approve international charges. It feels a little bit funky. I just wanted to acknowledge it, let you know it's safe. It is not a problem. It it is one step that has to be made because it's uh, my bookies AG. It's Antigua. It's uh, offshores betting sports books. So just know that's part of the process. Don't be shocked by it when you go through it. Uh, I just did it. I I put five hundred bucks in. Used the back doors. My promo code got a thousand. The plan now moving forward is for Mitch and I to do like a workshop every week on how to bet that using units against uh, the algorithm pick. We highly encourage you guys to, to participate and join uh, in that effort. But yeah, it's worth noting when you go there, it's a little bit of a it, it can knock you off uh, your whatever your your intentions of putting your money into the account is that uh, notification that you have to let your bank know. So it's safe. It's an extra step. It's, but it's a little easy. bit of a pain in the ass, but it's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, takes ten minutes. You'll be you'll it's be in the nothing. game if you get in there right now. You approve the uh, transaction. You're in there and you're wagering this morning. Uh, so there you have and it. Ready for football? Thank All you right, for letting me uh, talk about, get
1: to that to get it off my chest.
0: Uh, no problem. You want to start with? Let's start with U.S. Open golf. Okay. We have a 21 year old leader, um, Matthew Wolf, is leading the U.S. Open as we head to Sunday. Uh, Brad, we are in Winged Foot in uh, Westchester County, New York. Yeah. tell us what you think here. Where are we? What's 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 the word?
1: I mean, it's it's kind of going back to what we discussed earlier this week. I think our last episode was Friday, maybe whenever it was. We talked about the difficulty of the course. That the low scores of Thursday Thursday's round one were not indicative of what this course was going to play like over the weekend. Uh, the course firmed up, pin locations got more difficult, and and scores ballooned really. And so, I mean. To see what Wolf is doing here is really, really, really exemplary. There's very few players who are playing under par at all. Uh, At the moment, there are three players under par. The rest are sitting at even or worse, mostly way worse. So Matthew Wolf, 66 day one, uh, he shot a, let's see here, let me get my scores up for you, a 74 in round two. So just like everybody else, he ballooned in round two. Round three yesterday, shot a 65. Uh, and pretty much no one else even sniffed that low of a score in round one. Uh, Ustazen's sitting in third place. He shot a 68 yesterday, three shots off of what Wolf put up. Um, Yeah, you're not seeing a whole lot of scores in the 60s at all. Um, A lot of big scores here. Phil, Tiger, those guys both missed the cut for the first time, and I forgot what the the stat was, but it's many, many, many years that uh, both Phil and Tiger miss a cut at a um, U.S. Open, so... Some
0: really interesting things happening here. You want to hear an amazing stat? Yeah, go for it. Wolf only hit two fairways yesterday, <laughs> and he still shot a 65. And, like, this is U.S. Open rough. This is... You're, you're supposed to not be in trouble. You're uh, supposed, to, Yeah, you're leads, supposed to be screwed if you hit it out of the fairway. It's Bizarre. He leads uh, by two over Bryson DeChambeau, uh, who only hit three fairways, but still managed to scratch out a 70 on Saturday. So if Wolf uh, was
1: to hang on here, it would just be... I mean kind of shocking that two guys out of that class from last year, that rookie class from last year, in Wolf and um what's the guy's name? Why am I blanking on his name? The guy who won the PGA championship. Uh, uh Morikawa? Yes, Colin Marikawa. Sorry. just total brain fart there. Marikawa and Matthew Wolf came out last year, both rookies this year. There's been two uh uh championship rounds of golf this year since COVID delayed uh the uh the first start of the season so Wolf if he wins this I mean that that class of golfers that that group that came in last year that's just crazy man is it would be absolutely insane and so right now Wolf's leading by two over Bryson DeChambeau four over Louis Stazen and then the rest of the pack you've got Shoffley McIlroy um kind of trailing there. McIlroy's sitting at one over. Shoffley's at even. Matsuyama's at even. So, I mean, he's got a pretty comfortable lead. Uh, he's going to want to hit some fairways here and make this not a total miserable day. Uh, unlike yesterday. I mean, even though he survived the rough, you, you just can't expect that to be something you can consistently overcome. Uh, we'll see if he can do it. It's
0: It doesn't bode well for him that he hit two fairways last yesterday, so... We'll see. You no, know it doesn't. You know what else doesn't bode well? Patrick yeah. Reed, who led going into round three uh, and had a three-shot lead after two holes, then blew up and shot a 43 on the back nine, mm. shot a 77, and is now eight shots behind. And the headline on ESPN says, despite lack of fans, Patrick Reed still heckled at U.S. Open. <laughs> what? Uh, There were no spectators at Wingfoot Golf Club, at least not within the property limits, but there are plenty of fans in the surrounding neighborhood watching from makeshift bleachers behind homes who made their presence known. Patrick Reed, one of golf's most polarizing figures, couldn't have missed them on the fourth hole Saturday during the U.S. Open. There were cheers for playing partner Bryson DeChambeau, but with otherwise quiet atmosphere, it would have been impossible not to catch the comments directed at Reed, including someone asking, why is your caddy carrying a shovel? (laughs) Weird. Uh this is apparently. Yeah, get alluding to him moving his ball in December when he was penalized for improving his line, mm-hmm. and the heckling uh, was not great. No, it's not funny because he birdied the fourth hole
1: yesterday, so he was getting heckled, even though that was one of the only good holes that he had of the day.
0: What a turd that guy is! He stinks. <laughs> uh, Rory was my pick to to win this thing. He comes in six strokes back after shooting a 68 yesterday. I mean, he this shot seems 76 like in Wolf's... round two. That was the problem. Yeah, this seems like Wolf's uh, to win. It, it does, if but if, you if he a hits two fairways, I just can't imagine him hanging out. It'd be crazy. Yeah, but I mean, Bryson only hit three. Um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe this is when Bryson really steps it up and uh, becomes a star and the villain that golf needs. Um, <laughs> just munching on protein bars all day, chocolate okay. all over his face. He's he's so obnoxious. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. Okay, you want to talk college? College football? Yeah, let's do a little college uh, football. The biggest day of the game, or biggest gay, game of the day, Miami 47, Louisville 34, in a game that really wasn't this close. Miami was just kicking their ass at Louisville. That's where game day was. Uh, the U, I I'm, I was huge on them, and they uh, they made it happen yesterday. The new turnover chain is dope. You saw it. It looked pretty and, good. Uh, yeah, it's got like the state of Florida with the U, and it's huge in gold uh it's very impressive they they had a bunch of turnovers and uh miami is could be for real especially they could be a a legit contender in the acc uh but you know who knows this whole season's so fucking crazy uh the other impressive game that i was dead wrong about ucf uh stomped georgia tech in the second half 49 21 this game was close through half i think and then uh ucf went to went to atlanta and embarrassed georgia tech on their field Notre Dame won 52-0. Clemson won 49 Uh Texas State got a win yesterday, 38-17. Uh, I don't know, man. They're, they're, this week was even worse than last week, really. You thought uh, so? But everything changes next week because the SEC is back, and there are big-time games all over the league, uh, all conference games. The other big story around uh, college football, Mike Norvell, who's the coach at Florida State, formerly of Memphis, is now become the first coach to test positive for coronavirus. So he won't be able to be with his team when they face Miami next week. Oh, boy. What a, an off-season dumpster fire Florida State's had. Uh, and then getting beat at home the first game, too. So that doesn't help. Um, Memphis has also canceled their second straight game due to coronavirus. Uh, speaking of Memphis. So uh, there, was, there was Baylor and um, – Baylor and Houston was canceled uh, on Friday, right before it was supposed to be played Saturday, a bunch of canceled games. Um, There's a lot, man. We shall see. There's a lot, but yeah, uh, that's college football. I mean, next week we'll, we'll get into it in a, in a serious way next time, uh, next week, because there'll be big time games. The sec is back, baby. Uh, You have anything else to add, Brad?
1: No, just that next week's week one for me of college football. That's when I'm really going to start paying attention and, and keeping up with what's going on. So I'm pumped. It's going to be great. But uh, yeah, this week, a nice little uh, appetizer for next week when we can really dive into uh, the college football game and and what's kind of happening there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's talk cage fighting for a minute. Time for the combat sports minute. Uh, Colby Covington dominated Tyron Woodley last night in, uh, on UFC fight night, a fifth round TKO. Uh, Colby, I mean I, you hate to see it. Colby's a better fighter than Tyron Woodley at this point in his career. Uh T Woodley, the uh former Missouri Tiger uh wrestler actually. Uh former welterweight. Um I, I think he was a champion at one point. He's he's on the the tail end of his career. Yeah. And uh these two have been feuding over like the ugliest shit you can possibly imagine. Woodley is from uh um uh, what's the place outside of St. Louis where there were all the the riots uh, the Michael Brown thing um mm-hmm. Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, yeah, uh, obviously. And Colby Covington is clearly the he's been wearing MAGA stuff all the time talking about President Trump saying all the shit that he says. Um and so that, you know, it it was ugly, it was it was racial and then uh Colby dominated. Covington's Covington is I mean it, it, he's such a fucking prick, but I, he is fun to watch. He just he goes and moves, and his his motor is really impressive. Yeah, and Woodley was never able to really land that big one punch power that he has. Did you watch um, the
1: Did you watch all this at your crib? I did. Nice.
0: Pretty yeah, good. Pretty was, good viewing experience. The old lady let you do it. Uh, yeah, I watched it on my phone. ESPN uh, uh, Plus is all messed up. I had to find another legal stream.
1: That's that's uh, dedication.
0: Yeah. Dedication. Woodley's now lost three in a row. Uh, Woodley has become a better, a bigger celebrity than a fighter at this point. Like I think he hosts like, he's hosts TMZ and stuff. Um, but he's 38 and has lost three fights in a row. And uh, he was a, a three-time champion, or actually three successful title defend, uh defenses at welterweight. But he should probably consider retirement. He's in bed in a bad place. Yeah. Uh, Colby called out Usman. He also called out Mosvadall. After the fight, he also called out Sleepy Joe Biden, and uh, went full full heel last night. So, you know what are you what are you gonna, what are you supposed to say?
1: You know, I'm there, Brad. I'm there. I'm just yeah. listening. I'm just uh, enjoying your uh, monologue here. You're doing great. I'm not. I, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't watch the uh, fight, so
0: I'm I'm letting you kind of carry this segment. I apologize. Yeah, Colby sucks. I hate him. After the fight, he just called out Sleepy Joe Biden and the silent majority and all this shit. That's so it's so obnoxious.
1: Just, come on, man.
0: When was but, some, you know, some class, you know? Do your thing. Do your thing. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, to the pros. Let's do this. Uh, the biggest game today, I don't know, Brad, why don't you see which game you think is, is, which one you're most excited about. For me, I am most excited about the Sunday night game. It is New New England Cam Newton I think going so to too. Seattle uh a battle of one and one and o teams the Patriots looked surprisingly good last week uh, Seattle looked great Russell Wilson looked amazing had a big day throwing the football uh, Cam didn't throw the ball very much but was very effective on the ground this New England team is now you know we I'm sure Bill Belichick was happy to see Tom Brady lose and New England win we Shall see. I think it's a four point line on my bookie. Yeah. You use promo code backdoor. You can double your deposit. You should do that. Seahawks are favored by four. Yeah. I uh, I don't know what to think. This game screams stay away from me. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about Cleveland beating uh, Cincinnati on on uh, Thursday. Uh, who cares? Both those teams stink. Um, Joe Burrow threw the ball sixty one times. Not throwing interception. He's going to be a player. Uh, yeah, he's coming into but, his own. He's he's. Acclimating quickly, man.
1: Um, yeah, he he's good. Yeah, they're gonna but those be two good. Stank. It's rough. Watch. I've got um, I've got AJ Green in the squad, and he throws him a shitload little balls and completes next to none of them. Like I think he's got like thirty targets or something less than that. Probably twenty five targets in two weeks, and he's got like three catches, four catches. It's tough to watch, but I think it's going to come together. Uh, and I think those two are gonna be a, a power couple here for many years to come. So we'll see. Not many years, but three or four at least. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah uh, some promising some, stuff.
0: Some other news around the, the uh, league. The Niners believe Kittle will return for week three, so I guess that means he's out today. Um, the Sa- Saints' Michael Thomas has been ruled out against yeah. the Raiders. Uh, the Bears gave their running back, Cohen, a three-year, $17 million extension. Uh, Buccaneers' wide receiver, Godwin, is ruled out against Panthers. Mm. Um, Lions' defensive tackle, Nick Williams, is now out against the Packers. And San Francisco is pretty beat up. In addition to Kittle, uh, D4 defensive end is out against the Jets. And uh, there are also Richard Sherman is out and Debo Samuel still out until week three four, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, Niners a little banged up. Just for my own personal
1: interest, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the Texans bounce back after losing to the Chiefs badly. Now they've got the Ravens. Pretty much the the most difficult start to a season you could possibly imagine. Uh, I, I like the Texans. I'm a fan of the Texans. I don't think they're going to win this game, but I'm interested in seeing how they survive the storm and what kind of happens with their season moving forward. But, yeah, that's one other little note on my my agenda this afternoon.
0: That's a tough way to start. No That joke. is tough. Uh, Cowboys, we'll run through the games real fast. The noon games, I think there's ten of them. And, again, if you want to hear who we pick and who we like – uh, and who Mitch? More importantly, who Mitch likes? Nobody really cares. Who Mitch got like, lock but. of the week? Seahawks minus four. That's right. That's Mitch's lock of the week. Go back and listen to our Thursday episode with can't miss Mitch. I I can't encourage it highly enough. Uh, Atlanta, Dallas, Buffalo, Miami, which could be interesting division game there. San Francisco Jets. I mean, can't really care, but San Francisco's beat up. The Jets looked miserable in week one. Uh, San Francisco should win that football team, football game. If they lose that game, there's going to be some real red flags mm. with an 0-2 start there. Denver is 0-1 going to Pittsburgh, who's 1-0. Uh, Denver a little banged up as well. They, you know, This could be a tough way to start the season if they start 0-2. Minnesota 0-1 versus Indy 0-1. That should be a pretty good game. Those are two pretty well-coached football teams. Uh, we'll see there. That one, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That could be high-scoring too. Jacksonville, Tennessee, a division game with two teams that are boring as shit. Uh, the Rams at Philly. Uh, this is a big one. I mean, I like the Rams to win this football game. I think they're the better football team. And uh, the Philly is banged up on the offensive line. They can't protect. Uh, we shall see. I would love to see the Eagles start 0-2. Giants are 0-1. They go to Chicago to face MVP Mitch Drabitsky. Uh, I would love to see the Giants start 0-2 as a Cowboys fan. Detroit 0-1 at Green Bay. Um, we'll see. That's that's you know that's almost a must win for Detroit if they start 0 two that that's hot seat's gonna get pretty hot for them. And I don't like their chances, Matt man. Patricia. I think the Packers can come yeah. out and
1: smoke those fools.
0: Green Bay's balling, uh, and then Carolina goes to Tampa. Uh, pressure definitely on Tampa here. Nobody expects anything out of Carolina. Um, then in the late window, we got three games. The Washington Professional Football Team goes to Arizona in a surprising matchup of undefeated teams. Baltimore uh, goes to Houston, uh, which should be a good one. And then the other good one, another division game, KC at the Chargers. Yeah. So that should, you know, watching Kansas City is always fun. Then the the Sunday nighter, of course, New England uh, at Seattle. And the Monday night game, the first game in Las Vegas, New Orleans, uh, goes to the Raiders. So that'll be kind of fun to watch. Uh, and we'll pick that tomorrow when we're back.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's a good week. All right. A nice little uh, recap and warm-up for uh, your Sunday afternoon of of action. It should be a good one.
0: There you go. you got 21 minutes worth of uh, content to start your Sunday. Hope you're having a great one. Uh, check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. That'll drops every Monday, so it's plenty of time to subscribe. Get that tomorrow. When it hits your inbox, it should be a good one. Mind of Micah, you know what to do. And, uh, of course, my bookie. Use promo code BACKDOOR and... Uh, do it we now. You won't be. Uh, you won't
1: regret it. We're gonna have some fun. Do it this now. Year.
0: Go through the steps. You'll be uh, set up and gambling in fifteen minutes and ready to, to bet these games. All right. Till next time. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening.